Welcome to Milwaukee Mennonite Church on this nice, bright, snowy day. Um, Steve and I are going to try to do this worship leading and a little bit of reflection together, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but we welcome you all. Um, we're going to start with the land acknowledgement, number 878. You're welcome to read along if you want, um, and just give a pause there, and I will name some uh, Native American groups as we read. Number 878. We acknowledge that we are gathering on the traditional territory of indigenous peoples. We affirm that settlers have specific responsibilities in the journey of reconciliation of indigenous peoples. Potawatomi, Ojibwe, Ottawa, Fox, Ho-Chunk, Menominee, Sauk, and Oneida. We give thanks to Creator and to those peoples who have stewarded this land for generations. We are grateful for the opportunity to live, work, and worship here, and to witness the reconciliation movement of the spirit, and to seek to live in right relations with our indigenous neighbors and all of creation. Let's turn to number um, 869 um, for a gathering reading. Yeah, and um, we'll have um, we'll have this be group one and this I be group two. I'll read um, with group one. We are a covenant people called to God by God. We are a covenant people called to Jesus by Jesus, losing our life to gain our life. We are a covenant people called to church by the church, weaving together the strong and the weak, the stranger and the friend, renamed reborn, renewed. We gather ourselves in the community of believers. We gather ourselves unto you. The first song we're going to sing is a song of praise, and a few of us learned that when we went to Mennonite World Conference way back uh, when it was in Pennsylvania. And Mark is going to lead this since he was there and, and knows it. Um, so thanks, Mark. Voices together, 89. Yeah, as Connie indicated, this was something that was featured in the um, a truly international selection of songs that were uh, uh, regularly sung um, at Mennonite World Conference, which was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, uh, in 2015. And a number of us 
folks had the opportunity to be there was really fantastic. And this was one of the, every day there were five days and every day was a different sort of continent. Um, Antarctica didn't have a day, but whatever. Um, and uh, this was uh, featured on Latin America, the Latin American day and it was really, um, they had a, a worship band up there and there were people from, you know, thousands of people filling this farm hall in, in Harrisburg and it was just a really wonderful experience um, uh, to sing this together. So um, Eric's gonna play it through. Um, the, it's relatively new for us. It, it's, it would be typically at a somewhat zippier tempo than I think we're going to sing it today, but in the course of time, we will be probably making it a little bit zippier. Um, not necessarily today, though. And um, so it's three verses. Um, we'll be singing the English. Um, Eric's going to play it through with um, David accompanying also. It's slightly sl slower than, than, uh, than, uh, than maybe it would be otherwise sung. Um, you notice that it goes back to the, to the refrain for the second verse. So it's First verse, then back to the verse. Second verse um, goes to the refrain, and then back to the third verse, and then it runs back to uh, to ends at the at the little squiggly sign that Dalsenio down at the bottom. All right. If you feel so motivated, please stand up.
when we recall God's great and enduring love, like we heard in this song, God's power and kindness and guidance, we recognize our feelings before God, and so we come to God with our confessions. Um, if you turn to 893, um, we'll read that together, and you can um, join in with the bold 893. This one confesses both individual and communal sins. For failing to love others as you have loved us, God of grace, forgive us. For wasting your gifts and hoarding our goods, God of grace, forgive us. For plundering the earth and abusing the planet, God of grace, forgive us. For fearing those who are strange to us and ignoring those in need, God of grace, Forgive us. For losing heart and abandoning hope, God of grace. Forgive us. For all the ways we turn from you, God of grace. We offer our prayers in the name of the one who saves us, Jesus Christ. Amen. We'll sing number 419 as our words of assurance. I'll read verse 3, which also speaks particularly about God's forgiveness. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth, thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide, strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow, blessings all mine with 10,000 beside. Number 419, and we'll sing this, um, sing the refrain just after verses 2 and 3. So, verse 1, verse 2, refrain. See 
time for passing the peace. If you can stand, feel free to stand and pass the peace with those around you um, using whatever language, visuals you wish. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 1 to 10 from the Common English Bible. Now, once all these things happen to you, the blessing and the curse that I'm setting before you, you must call them to mind as you sit among the various nations where the Lord your God has driven you. And you must return to the Lord your God, obeying his voice, in line with all that I'm commanding you right now, you and your children, with all your mind and with all your being. Then the Lord your God will restore you as you were before, and will have compassion on you, gathering you up from all the peoples where the Lord your God scattered you. Even if he has driven you to the far end of heaven, the Lord your God will gather you up from there. He will take you back from there. The Lord your God will bring you home to the land that your ancestors possessed. You will possess it again, and he will do good things for you and multiply you, making you more numerous even than your ancestors. Then the Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you love the Lord your God with all your mind and with all your being in order that you may live. The Lord your God will put all these curses on your enemies and on those who hate you and chase you. But you will change and obey the Lord's voice and do all his commandments that I'm commanding you right now. The Lord your God will help you succeed in everything you do in your own fertility your livestock, 
offspring and your land's produce, everything will be great because the Lord will once again enjoy doing good things for you just as he enjoyed doing them for your ancestors. And because you will be obeying the Lord your God's voice, keeping his commandments and his regulations that are written in this instruction scroll, and because you will have returned to the Lord your God with all your heart and all your being. Okay, we're going to just very, hopefully, very briefly talk about this passage so that we give time for the discussion um, that you can all be a part of. Um, and I was thinking for the children um, during this time, you could look at the, the painting and think about what, what is the good life that that God wants for us? What is the good life that God um, created for us here on earth? And how, how are we supposed to live that? And think about what does that look like? And if you want to draw it, you could do that too. Last week, Mark led us in looking at chapter 29. And at the end of it, the author wrote about the curses that would fall on the people who turned away from God and followed their own ways. We tend to want to avoid this kind of language about a punishing God. It was, sometime, it was something that made many of us uncomfortable last week. But it is something we may be more willing to pay attention to since we have lived through the difficult years of most difficult years of the pandemic. We have the climate crisis looming over us. Plus, we are having to face in a more real way the racial inequalities in this country. Our children are having trouble finding hope for the future. It seems we are facing the serious consequences from society's overuse of resources and from turning a blind eye to those in need. This is a way I especially feel about it, but I wonder if others have thought about it in the same way. But the way the blessings and the curses are laid out to the Israelites, God hopes they will see the great benefits and value in following God's plan. It is helpful to think about this text as God laying out our choices. Follow God's intended path for us, what is often called the way, and we will live peaceful, joyful, abundant lives. Turn from God's way and follow our own way, and we end up out of balance, and things don't turn out well. We face serious consequences. As God sees it, it should be a very easy choice. God promises to provide for us if we trust God to do so, and if we follow God's plan. The commandments and guidelines for living God created the earth, and it was good. It has all that we need to have to live a good life, an easy choice. Um, three main points um, we will summarize about God's blessings. First, God wants us to have a good life. Verse 9 says God wants the people to prosper. 
our idea of prosperity may be an overblown idea of this intended prosperity because God also does not want us to overuse, to misuse, or abuse the land or any resources, or to take away from the good life of others. I like to think of prosperity as simply having enough or having more than enough. It is having an abundance so that we feel cared for. We have a sense of well-being and we know the goodness of God. We might be working hard if we're able, but we're also able to spend time enjoying life too. The second point about God's blessing is that God wants to restore people to community, to living together in the same land, and to having a sense of home and belonging. And third, God is forgiving and merciful when God's people turn back from selfish, harmful ways. We are human, and we tend to get off track easily. Remember the sheep without a shepherd? God is always merciful when we repent and ask for forgiveness. God's desire is if we do lose our way, that we will eventually recognize it and turn back to the way of shalom. And what is the way that is taught in the Bible? What do our lives look like when we are wholeheartedly following the way? Two things that are repeatedly mentioned when God is speaking through the prophets regarding the way is, first of all, the people are not to make or worship any idols. Now, we don't really use that word idol much anymore in our society except to refer to people who are successful and who have made it big, um, people we might want to idolize. Um, but I'm assuming that we have a common understanding of what that word might mean for us today. Um, one definition might be that idols are the things that come between us and God. The second part of the instructions about how God's people should live told them to be sure to care for the least of these. Jesus said this meant providing care for those who struggle alone in society such as widows, orphans, the poor, the imprisoned, or sick. And finally, this passage reminds the people, the key is to love the Lord your God with your entire being, heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Here's another way of saying these instructions. Love God, love the world God made, love the people God made and put near us, Love the gifts that God has given us. Share with the poor and needy. Help to lift up those who have been put down or pushed aside. Before the discussion time, we'll leave you with some questions to think about. Again, what does it mean to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself? What would our lives look like if we lived with this kind of love for God and others? Do you feel like you're on track or that you're going off in the wrong direction? Um, we're going to sing number 206 now. Um, which kind of continues 
um, some of the same ideas. Um, Seek the peace of this city. And it's a new hymn, I believe. Um, it's written from a passage um, from Jeremiah, I believe. Um, the, God's message to the captives in Babylon um, through the prophet Jeremiah. of the city make this land your home I have set you here to prosper make this land your home seek the peace of your neighbor and can break the hardest heart, enemy or friend. Seek the peace of the exile, stranger on the road. I will walk along beside you. of the Savior, I will draw you near, I will bring you home forever, I will draw you near, seek the peace of the city, find me Let's, let's bring these um, concerns to God in prayer. Um, when I say God of mercy, you can join me in saying, hear our prayer. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not, we do not know how to pray as we ought. But that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. Gracious God, we bring our prayers to you as acts of love for you and for our neighbors. God of mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for ourselves and for those dear, 
dear to us. God of mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our community and for our neighbors. God of mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the church. God of mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our nation, and again, more um, distance between dis different groups where we're needing unity. God of mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the other concerns that we carry in our hearts. God of mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. Um, we have one more song. Do we have time to sing it? <laughs> um, it's number 207. It's, um, it has three parts, so Mark has agreed to help us, and we'll try to sing the three parts. Number 207, what does the Lord require? Um, Micah, uh, is it 1 verses 6 through 8? Anyway, that passage that this, this is from um, was part of the lectionary readings for today, and I thought it fit pretty well. So we'll listen to Eric play the chords through once. And we will build this up one part at a time. We'll ask the basses to sing the top line. And Mark will be singing, leading that part. And then keep repeating that. After the first time with the basses, the altos and tenors will sing part two. And Connie will be coming to the microphone to help with that part. And after they finish singing that, then the sopranos will lead, will sing line three, and we'll sing it through twice together that way. So we'll build it up from the bottom up or the top down, depending on if it's the song voice or the lines on the song. Bases. What does the Lord require of you? What does the Lord require of you?
Uh, would you like to stand and I'll read the blessing. Go forth in peace and be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And may the God who fills the hungry with good things fill us all with Christ-like love and with a consuming hunger for justice in our land and in our world. Go in peace.